smoke in the haymow. Quentin hurried to feed the chickens and gather the eggs. He was just starting for the house with the egg basket when he saw Harry, who was to spend the evening, ride up the gravel road on his bike. Harry's folks had gone to the city and wouldn't be back until late. He had gone home first after school to change his clothes. Quentin took the eggs in and got back outdoors in time to meet his friend in the driveway. Hi, he called. I got changed quicker than you did. I've already tended the chickens. I had a half mile farther to ride than you did, Harry retorted, and then I had to ride back. What shall we play? Let's go up in the haymow. We can swing on a rope and walk across the tie beams. Okay, race you there, Harry said, and began running before the words were out of his mouth. No fair, you took a head start, Quentin shouted. But Harry was already through the big doors and going up the ladder to the piles of hay above. The big mow was a wonderful place to play. In one end were stacked bales of hay, but the other end held straw in one section and loose hay in the next. The boys could scamper across the heavy timbers above the loose hay and not worry about falling, for if they fell, they would land in the soft hay below. Dad had tied a rope securely to one of the supporting timbers, and the boys could swing out from the piled hay far over the straw pile and back to the hay again. The only thing they had to watch out for was the hay chute at one side where Dad threw down bedding and food for the animals each night and morning. But Quentin never played along there, that side anyway. Now he and Harry began swinging on the rope and jumping and sliding in the hay. They shouted back and forth and tried to see who could walk the beam the fastest without falling off. When Quentin was coming across the tie beam, holding his hands out on either side to balance himself, Harry called, "'Come on down here a minute. I want to show you something.' "'What is it?' "'Well, come here, and I'll show you.' Quentin jumped from the beam and flopped into the sweet-smelling hay beside Harry. Harry unzipped his jacket, and from his shirt pocket he took a crumpled red package. "'Cigarettes,' said Quentin. "'Where'd you get those?' "'From Ben Williams. He gave me only two. "'What are you going to do with them?' "'Oh, I don't know. Did you ever try smoking?' "'No,' said Quentin. I never did.' The boy sat in the hay looking at the cigarettes and talking about smoking. I suppose we might as well try it once, Quentin said after a while. Do you have any matches? Harry reached into another pocket and pulled out a shabby matchbook. I have enough to get these two lighted, he said. Well, that's all we need, Quentin laughed nervously. Harry tried to appear calm, but Quentin noticed his hand trembled as he struck the match. Quentin drew in on his cigarette and got a mouthful of smoke. The awful taste surprised him and made him cough. It surely wasn't a good taste. Whew! I wonder why anybody wants to smoke, he said. I thought the smoke would at least taste good. Harry puffed a few puffs and then shut his mouth and let the smoke come out of his nose. See if you can do that, he said. Quentin tried and tried, but he couldn't do it. He coughed and sputtered every time he tried. He didn't know whether it was the smoke or the excitement of doing something he shouldn't that was making him feel funny, but his head began to feel light and his stomach churned. Then they heard the sound of the hay chute door being lifted from below. The boys froze where they sat, and Quentin automatically shoved his cigarette out of sight under the hay. Quentin! Harry! Supper's ready! There was a pause, and then, Quentin! The hay chute door banged down again. Say, that was close, Quentin whispered. We'd better give Dad a minute to get to the house before we go in so he won't see where we come in from. Do you think they'll smell it on us? Hey! Harry jumped up. The hay! It's burning! Quentin turned, and there, just behind him, the hay was giving a black smudge of smoke. That cigarette, Quentin said. I put it into the hay without thinking. He ripped off his jacket and began to beat furiously at the smoke, but a tiny flame began licking at the hay. 
Harry began to beat, too. Get some water, he puffed. I think we've got it out, but we'll have to water it to be sure. Quentin's legs felt as if they would hardly carry him, but he made them run to the milk house. He dipped a pail of water from the cooling tank and dashed back to the mow with it. He and Harry watered down the hay. There was a strong smell of scorched grass. Then they heard Dad at the big hay mow door. Quentin, are you there? Here we come, Dad. Say, do I smell smoke? The boys stumbled toward the ladder as Dad scrambled up. In a moment, he saw what had happened, and the boys blurted out the whole story. This is mighty dangerous business, boys, Dad said. You could have destroyed all the buildings on the farm just by smoking in the hay. You'll have to have a punishment, son, and Harry, I'll have to tell your folks. I wish I'd never taken Ben's old cigarettes, Harry said. They taste nasty and make me feel strange. I know one thing, Quentin said. I'm not ever going to try them again. The story you've heard today was first published as part of the Vacation Bible School program in the book God's World by the Review and Herald Publishing Association and the General Conference Sabbath School Department. If you are interested in any other products published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955.